On the news line with us now is Dr. Chris Gray, the founding president of the new Erie County Community College of Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dr. Gray. Thanks for calling in today. I'm glad to be here and already getting up and heading to work. All right, well, super. Well, thank you so much. And no surprise that you're an early starter. You're one of the real go-getters out in western Pennsylvania, involved in a wide range of activities and endeavors and charities and personal endeavors. So we really uh, appreciate you carving out some time out of your busy schedule. The Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project is the backdrop for our conversation as a lot of good, forward-thinking local folks are interested in getting a community college uh, brought up and talked about and paid for and started around here. When you were working on trying to get the Erie County Community College of Pennsylvania started, what kind of ups and downs did you encounter that maybe the local folks are already enjoying around here? Sure. So one of the big challenges about a comprehensive community college is when you don't, when you live in an area that doesn't have that resource, you don't understand it. So lots of folks up here, we're in the northwest corner of the state, Lots of folks assumed a community college would just be your freshman and sophomore year of the traditional college experience. And in some ways that's true, but really comprehensive community colleges do so much more. We really focus on those uh, trades and high-end tech skills and get folks right into the workforce. And so sharing that story has been a real challenge. Even now that we're up and going and we're uh, training folks in those areas and going to have them into the workforce here within a couple semesters, uh, people still are, are a little leery because they think, well, we've already got four colleges. Why do we need another? And wh- how did you overcome that? I mean, I, I just think that what, from my examination of the Erie County Community College of Pennsylvania, very, very specialized, uh, working ultra closely with local manufacturers. But uh, how did you overcome that? How do you pitch that sort of? How do you pitch that vision? Well, it was two. It was really two parts, and there were. I mean, there were a number of groups here that worked a long time on it. Um, one thing that was, was critical to getting the, the support and success was getting the local business and particularly the manufacturing community on board so they could speak directly to those to those legislators to let them know the need for training. Um, if you've not been into a manufacturing plant, if you've not been even onto a farm lately, the technology has just gone through the roof in the last decade or two. And so we need folks that are highly skilled and trained. And then the, the second big part of that was the, the, the plea to the, um, the human psyche. So the reality is colleges are not built for everyone. They are built for the elite. They are built for the children of the elite. Um, While we're breaking that down in America, we're not doing it fast enough. We know um, that college disproportionately underserve uh, people of color, particularly they they underserve people um, who come from lower socioeconomic classes. Community colleges are the great equalizer in that. We are literally in folks' communities. So folks can get access while they're still raising their children or caring for their parents or working a part-time job. So it really levels it out. And we've seen that come to fruition here in Erie County. Um, About uh, one in three of our students are students of color. That way outpaces um, the the county demographics. We see that our average age of our student is almost uh, 40 years old. So we're, we're no way are we serving what the old model where you pack up your car and go away for four years and come back in four years and you're enlightened. Um, that model works great for a small select group of the people, but for the, the vast majority of the rest of us, we need education that works in our lives and that gets us into high-paying jobs where we can raise our families and keep our families right here in the counties where we, where we want, to, want to be. Is that affordability? Is that really the linchpin to this? Uh, it, it's one of the linchpins. The other linchpin is really access and inclusion. So, um, look, there are lots of schools out there who will go out and get federal and state dollars and throw them at students. Um, 
but if they're not providing a, a well thought out, well designed curriculum that's got the support. One of the real things I want to stress is lots of times folks don't know how to college. I, I share this story all the time. I'm a first-generation college kid. Nobody in my neighborhood. I, did, I don't think I knew anyone who had college degrees. I suppose my teachers did, but I don't know anyone that I hung out with socially had a college degree. Um, I remember I followed a girl to, to college, and I, I have to tell the full story. She dumped me about three weeks in. Um, but uh, So I go there, and I get a bill, and I don't know what to do, so I grab my mom, and we go to a local bank and try to get a loan to pay the bill. And the local banker laughed at me and said, Chris, you got to go back to college and go to the financial aid office. And I was like, well, what's the financial aid office? You know. So I think the reality is so many of us don't know how to college. We don't know that office hours are not hours for the faculty member to work. It's hours for the faculty to connect with the student and help them where they are. We don't know what a FAFSA is or what a syllabus is, or we don't understand the amount of work that we're expected to do outside. You know, in high school, pretty much most of your work happens in class or their study halls. In college, it's one-third of the work you're doing happens in the class. The rest, you're responsible yourself. So I think we have a real obligation to help students learn how to college and help them be successful. And the proof has been in the pudding. Students who graduate from a community college and go to state universities almost always outperform students who started there. So when you look at that junior year, a, a transfer from a community college typically has a higher GPA than someone that started at that institution because we help them build confidence. Are community colleges some kind of secret? I mean, you keep talking about, you know, skills gaps that that exist in our area and individuals who might not think big enough to go to college or to think that a community college is affordable. Is this some kind of secret? <laughs> it sure is. If you look, o o over half of all students who graduate college have some community college credit on the transcripts. They're a secret here in Pennsylvania. We're the 15th community college in Pennsylvania. Um, I came out of the state of Illinois, and I believe there were 37 colleges, so literally every community had one. Same, same is true in California, Texas, Wisconsin, um, Ohio. They are robust. Now, there's all sorts of different models, but the reality is there are, there are geographic uh, community college deserts here in Pennsylvania, and, and the Valley being one of them. Erie County was one of them until just recently. So, um, yeah, they really are a secret. And, you know, when you, when, you, when you see the results and you talk to these companies who are working, at some point, you won't be able to be in Erie County and not have an interaction with somebody who graduated from the college. We're going to train all of our, all the healthcare people will end up coming through the college, all of our manufacturing, all of our skilled trades, all of our automotive. I mean, everything you touch, someone's going to um, either have gone through training there or continue training in their current workforce because we'll partner with local businesses to help them with, keep their workforce trained. You're in your second semester. Tell us about the second semester enrollment. So we are trending upwards. We are actually, we have about 300 students, which is phenomenal. Um, the, to, to give you a comparison on that, the, the latest community college was about a decade ago in one of the boroughs of, of New York. They're sitting at about 1,000 students. I think we'll outpace that within three or four years. Um, we are working behind the scenes. We're going to be adding three or four more academic programs, which means we're hiring more faculty, bringing more students on. Um, unprecedented growth. We've had incredible support. Um, we're a home rural county up here, so we've had incredible support from our county government. And we've had incredible support from our uh, local legislative branch folks, and so we really got the infrastructure going, and, and we're, we're moving fast, and we're going to we're going to make a real difference in the economic the economics of Northwest Pennsylvania in, in, in short time. We're talking to Dr. Chris Gray, who's a Ph.D., he's the founding president of the new Erie County Community College of Pennsylvania. What courses are you offering this year? Yeah, so we right now we've got three programs. We have what we call our liberal arts, and that's in 
in Pennsylvania, the, uh, there, there's a core of 30 credit hours that everyone says, that's your basic general education. So we have built our courses to mimic that so our students can take those credits and go to any of those universities should they choose. Um, we're also offering two other what we call applied degrees, and these are two-year degrees that are designed to put people right into the workforce. Um, the first is in business with a focus on entrepreneurial thinking. Lots of the new jobs up here in Erie County are coming from startup companies. Lots of great ideas here, and then they're scaling and growing their business. So we want folks to have an entrepreneurial mindset. It also responds to our local. We have a lot of um, old manufacturing sites that have been shut down that we need to attract new business in. So we need people that think differently to help fill those jobs when we get them here. And then our third degree um, is our networking degree. So it's computer information systems. So every company out there has got someone working in IT that sets up your computer and makes sure your computer is talking to your phone system and your, you know, uh, all that. So we're training lots of students in those three areas. And then very shortly, we'll be announcing um, new programs and then within the next couple months. We'll be announcing new programs to fill those uh, high-demand jobs. And when you were in the hard work, you and all the other people who were pushing for this college, you had some real strong advocates and forward-thinking business people and maybe some retirees, but just some folks that really saw the light right away. Do you see a handful of those folks around here that are the folks that are going to, are the, the dreamers that are going to help make this happen? You know, I did have the opportunity to attend your conference uh, back, I, I believe it was late last year. Yeah, you've got those folks. Um, it's gonna, it's, a, it's an uphill fight. No, with Erie, um, the fight was almost two decades. They met resistance. It took a while to build the local support, and then when they got that, they had quite a bit of resistance down in, at, at the state capitol. Don't know. I can't really define why that was. I don't know what that was. It doesn't seem logical to me. Um, but again, this, I'm, it's coming from someone who understands what a comprehensive community college does. So I think if you continue to build those uh, build, build those relationships, continue to push on all angles, I, again, I strongly recommend get your business community. Those are the ones that really have the legislators' voices. They understand how jobs are made. They understand how taxes work. Get those folks pushing. Um, the education, everyone will argue. No one's going to argue against education. That's an easy argument. But when you can argue it about economic development, workforce development, that's how I think you can get traction. And frankly, that, that bridges that, that party divide. There are folks that are concerned about their tax bills. I get that. I hear that. Um, but when you can show that St. Louis Community College just releases, for every dollar the county down there invested, they, the county saw a $15 return in the community college. So when you can start to frame it in ways that make sense in a, in a business principle, I think you're going to be able to build the support you need. And then you're going to have to fight the good fight down in Harrisburg and, and make things happen. Anything important you would like to tell us, an additional piece of information, advice, or anything else you'd like to share? You know what? Every student has potential to change this world. All we have to do is tap into that potential, give them the encouragement, the support, and the belief that they can change the world, and step back and let them change it. So don't give up the fight. Keep pushing. You've got students there that don't have access to higher education because of both geography and cost, and keep fighting because every student deserves that option. Dr. Gray will be in touch as the uh, Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project progresses, and I thank you for your time and your information. You're, you're a, a great leader there and a resource here, so all very much appreciated. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Dr. Chris Gray, founding president of the new uh, Erie County Community College of Pennsylvania, as you heard, in their second semester with 300-plus uh, students. And if you want more information about the local community college, the newcommunitycollege.org website has been active for the better part of a decade around here.